good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you might be listening to this broadcast from This Week with Kate. I'm Kate, and... This is Mark. How are you today? I have an idea. How about next week? Yes. If I say, like, good afternoon or something, like you say, good morning, and I say, good afternoon. No. No? Too schmaltzy. Oh, right. All right. I just, it was just a thought. That's all right. That's why you're here. So here we are again this week. Okay. What are we? What happened this week with you? Oh my God. Uh oh. You got a smile on your face. Well, I bought a bike. Another one. I seem to be buying a bike every year because, <laughs> for some reason, I have just find something wrong with that bike the next year it's just not fitting me too well um the first time i'm slightly on the older side of 20 (laughs) and (laughs) uh wanted to get some exercise and had somebody that i'd like to exercise with which happens to be mark and I'd like to take walks, but Mark refuses to walk. Yeah, I don't walk. He doesn't walk. He wants to bike. It's bad for the feet. So we went about getting bikes, and I tried to get on a bike, and somehow I wasn't having it. I was able to actually get on the bike and balance, but I kept falling. That, that was two years ago, right? Yes, this was two years, two ago. years ago. This was the first experiment with the bike. And we bought a regular type of bike. Regular type of bike. But it was a good bike. Yes. A good name, but it was a but it was a good regular bike where in other words, the seat yeah. and the pedals are normally like just, you know, in line. No from, one no one can see your hands going up and down, showing them that it's in line. But well, if you sit on your bike, if you have a bike and you notice that your feet drop basically straight down and that's where the pedals underneath are underneath your tush, underneath your tush. Yes. And that was causing the problem for you. Right. And I fell a few times and said, found after a while, this isn't for me. And the other thing was, um, in order to get started to actually push off on the bike, um, I'd have to actually get like on a side, sidewalk area, which there aren't too many um, where we happen to be. And I would get to the sidewalk and to sit on the bike seat and then be able to push off. But then how do you stop? Well, I think the problem was kind of twofold. One, you have a slight um, issue with balance. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And two, the seat, was too high that if you put your feet down you couldn't just touch your feet to the ground right so you had to then tilt it to the side and it was just between that and the balance issue it just caused a problem right that was really it so if anybody's trying to figure out like why you would have trouble riding a bike that's why that really that's probably it so then the next year you convinced me to get a tricycle no a trike okay but it's a tricycle yeah but it's a really the the wheels in the back yes 
In other words, if you imagine a regular bike, and I all, understand. Wait, wait, wait. Also, we have to say that you had to buy a bike at the same time as me and you had absolutely no problem with the bike that you bought. Do you know why I did that? Well, you wanted to go bike riding. I'm no, saying why the did first I buy, bike. Why, yeah, but after the first bike, why did I buy a trike with you? Yeah, but we didn't get to that yet. Oh, okay. I'm saying that originally we both bought bikes at the same so time. So we would bike together. Right, and you had no problems with your bike. Correct. Right. No okay. problem. So now the second year. Second year. We went and we decided to buy tricycles. Trikes. Which, which they do, <laughs> which they do make. And, and but, but this trike, just so people can visualize it. Imagine a regular bike. Yes. But your back wheel, instead of having one, it's, a, it's the same size as a regular back wheel, but you now have two. Right. The same size. And they are just separated by maybe about two and a half feet or so. And you sit like a normal bike and your pedals are in the normal place, basically, which we'll talk about also. Right. So there's no balance issue. Right. You can just go. And it even has a nice little basket on the back. Right. So here's the problem. What was the problem? This year, which is now the third year, I guess, that we've been trying to bike, which, you know, probably a total of five times we've actually... <laughs> <laughs> we've actually biked. Do not ask how oh. much money we put out. But, uh, you know. Why didn't you want to keep the trike? Okay, so here's the problem with the trike. Okay. The problem, and it, I, it was perfectly fine, except for the fact, first of all, it's only three speeds. You know, the original bike was your normal amount of speeds, yeah, however like many speeds it 16 was. 16 or 16, 18, whatever, yeah. yeah 20. This had three speeds, and... The um, going up a hill, there's all kinds of hills by where we are anyhow. And you're trying to go up a hill with this trike, which now is very heavy. Well, it's, it is a heavier bike. It's a heavier bike. It's about and 10 you pounds have heavier. It, right. And you have an extra wheel that you're trying to pull up this hill and mm -hmm. you only have three speeds. And the basket and everything else. Right. So it's a, it's a heavy bike and... Not even to mention that I was somewhat just a little embarrassed because Mark had to trade in his bike and buy a trike also. Right. Because, well, I didn't want you to feel odd oh my God. riding a trike. So now we're going down the street. If you trikes. can try to imagine <laughs> with two tricycles. Okay, and they, they're these huge, really huge looking bikes. And again, we're just a little over 20. Just a little over 20. A little over 20. Right. And these two tricycles going down the street, which, you know, you really have to go in back of each other because if you went to the side of each other, you're taking now up the entire width of the, of the whole widest street. She exaggerates. But just maybe, maybe slightly. But, okay, so we're going down the street and trying to, and I tried to avoid any hilly streets because I knew I'd have to get back up that hill, which was, you know, you're, you're ending up walking the bicycle. So how many times did I use that bicycle? Maybe twice. And what I ended up doing because... Mark was going so slow in the bicycle anyway, the tricycle. So I would walk, because I like walking, I'd walk alongside Mark and he rode the tricycle. That's what we ended up doing last year. I think I remember that. Yes. So this year when it got a little bit warmer, it's been warm for a couple of days, it hit us again 
I wanted to walk, but again, we had the whole discussion of Mark saying, no, I want to ride the bicycle, the tricycle. Trike. Okay. So we again went on the weekend, this past weekend to the bicycle store. They must think we're insane. They saw us coming. So the guy immediately pointed out a bike that I could work with. And why we didn't get this in the very first place, I don't know. Do we want to say the brand of it? No. Why? All right, we could say the brand, I guess. Because what was funny was yes. the trike is yes. the same brand yes. and style of the bike you bought the other day. Right, and it's called Pure. Right, P-U-R-E. Uh, is there an E at the end? I thought it was just P-U-R. That's Pur. Whatever. Yeah, I think it's P-U-R-E. <laughs> but anyhow... Um, it's the same style as the trike, only with two wheels, which is what you just bought now. It looks like a perfectly normal bike. But it is very different. Right. The pedals. Yes. Do you want to explain it? Well, the pedals are slightly in front rather than up and down. Just directly below you. Which makes the idea of you can put that seat as low as you want. So basically, even though it has normal size wheels, I could stand up and just be able to put my tush right on that seat while I'm standing so that if I want to stop, I could just put my foot out even rather than even putting the brake on. You know, I remember when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. there was a bike that I had that you sat on a seat. And the pedals were way out in front. Right. Even much more than this. It was like you were almost pedaling out in the front of you. Okay. And you had these big handlebars that yeah. came back to you. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to explain this, I guess, so that if somebody was trying to understand why you need to have the pedals out front, the lower you put the seat, right, the more angle you need to put out the pedals right. so that your so that your legs aren't coming into your chest when you're trying to pedal because I could not understand this but we figured it out the other day right when I tested because you were saying I can't ride on this thing and well I, when I, it was when 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 I tried a a um, different bike right I tried a child's bike basically right and it just wasn't working because the the pedals were directly below right and when we got on it, the, the your legs actually, the knees were actually coming right up to your chest. Yeah. And it was like crazy. So anyhow, so this is just out a little bit. Your seat can go down a little bit lower, which means uh, your legs and feet can now touch the ground. It's fabulous. It's great. So it's good for you. I went riding yesterday, uh, the past couple of days actually, and and he's in his tricycle still, which I don't care about if somebody's- Trike. Yes. If somebody's, you know, looking at him, I don't care. So, and you know, it's not too bad because it's, I'm riding next. So it's still, we're going out like into the street more, but it's not as bad looking. And I have a regular bicycle. I don't have to have the tricycle, you know, uh, things at the, you know, sides or training wheels or anything else. I was getting to that point. So... You know, I can now go bicycling and I'm all happy. Good. So happy we're, we're going to, when we finish the show, we're going to go. Yes. We'll go out bicycling and try. I, I feel like walking though. <sighs> <laughs> all right. So now I want to talk about some other things. 
Um, should I go into my rant or should I save that to the end? I don't know. What, what are the different... Just give me a lowdown of the topics and I'll tell you which topic next. Well, um, I was going to talk about that last pass about password security. Okay. What else? Why don't we talk about that now? Oh, okay. All right. So, um, you know, it's just such a pain in the rear end to uh, think about all these different passwords. If you want to have different passwords for every different for, site well not every but at least a lot a bunch of different ones and we're talking about the web right and if you want to have a secure password meaning not just like a little word like rabbit or dog or it has something. to be at least eight characters and uh letters and numbers hopefully a mixture of all of those things right upper lower case and, and eight is still not even that much mm, right so what happened to me was um, most of my websites and email things, you have to have passwords for email. You go into these different websites, even if you're going shopping online, which I've talked about in the past on the show. Um, each website, most of the time, they want to, you to have a password. Even if you go in the New York Times or Washington Post or, or whatever, they say, well, you know, in order to read a different uh, article, mm -hmm. They want you to have a uh, sign in. Right. Sign in so we know about you and so, what you're So reading. what is this last pass? So last pass, you, um, well, wait a second. I was just trying to tell, go into something else. First. Oh, okay. Um, the reason I, I was, I was just having the same password. Let's just say it's QWERTY because I used to use that a lot. Okay. Q-W-E-R-T-Y, which is the first five, uh, keys on your keyboard if you look nice and easy i'm not going to forget that one right unfortunately everybody uses that okay which i found <laughs> out and so you know you can't just use that for everyone now because they want you to have different things caps lower a number something else each one wants a different amount so that didn't work for everything plus the fact that um, my email got hacked so uh, it they came in and they just started using my email account to mail whatever they wanted. And it wasn't making me very happy. You know, you just feel like you get robbed. You know, like someone came into your house and robbed you. Right. That's how you feel. I just started getting panicked. So um, then I, they, I read that it would be much more secure if you use a different password for every single thing that you do on the web, because this way, let's say your email does get hacked or something else gets hacked, um, a credit card or something else on the web, it's not the same, that they can't use that same password to try to find something else on you. Right. So it's just you, and then you have to change that one password and that's it. Not, oh my God, I've got to change every single thing I do on the web. Right, I understand. Okay, so... That's what I did. So I went about changing all my passwords. Mm -hmm. So now almost everything I do has a different password. So how do you remember that? You go out of your mind. So you have to write it down. But then if you go somewhere or you're doing something else somewhere else, you have to bring that piece of paper with you, which is what I was doing. I was throwing it into my pocketbook and writing it down. Like this email address is this, that email, this credit card number is this. So, I mean, and how safe is that? Because if your pocket, if you lose your pocketbook or the paper falls out, you're totally screwed. 
So that's not safe. Correct. So then I found different, these little different um, free programs. Mm -hmm. I think I have eWallet um, on my Mac, which I, yes, I'm still using my Mac. Um, if you heard us last week, um, we were discussing Apple versus PC and I'm still using the Mac and Mark's still using his PC. Um, so on Mac, I think the, this e-wallet works though on anything. Um, and it's just a nice little program that you can use. And it also goes on your, um, iPhone so that you can, um, sync between the two. Oh, that's nice. Yes. It's very nice. So if you're out someplace and you need that, um, particular, um, password, mm -hmm. you can just look on your iPhone. Um, and you have a, uh, master password for it mm -hmm. so if somebody if you lost your um, iphone or whatever they would need the master password before they could get all your other passwords right i mean theoretically it's good but you know maybe somebody would be able to actually get into it i don't know it's it, it's not really a good idea probably to have all these passwords on your phone and keeping it with you because you know you could lose it mm-hmm um, but then you could say that about a laptop. If you take the laptop out of your house, it could be stolen. And somebody, which Mark is very afraid of, which oh, I think is nuts, that somebody's going to come in to the home mm -hmm. that he lives in and take out his uh, PC, his big box PC that is sitting at his desk, that they're going to rob his home and take it out and take get all of his passwords that way or whatever. So, um, but anyhow, this e-wallet seem, seems to be a good solution for me. Now, what we're talking about today is called LastPass. Um, Last, L-A-S-T, I believe, and mm -hmm. Pass. And it's all one word. So if you look up lastpass.com, um, it's free. And who told you about this? Mark told me about this. I have to admit, um, I'm still kind of um, on the cuff about it um, because it is in the cloud, as they say. It is um, when you put all your passwords in; it is on their server. Um, but um, supposedly, they only have your master password, and it is not. It is um, encrypted. Encrypted, so they don't have it. Like, say it was QWERTY, they don't have the word QWERTY they have it encrypted, so they can't really read it. So where are all of the other passwords? The passwords are encrypted on your, in a database on your PC, the PC that you put them on. So if it's on your laptop, it would be on that uh, database on your laptop encrypted. So you can't go to another computer? Yes. What, yes you should be able to theoretically log in and get it. I, Cause I thought yes. that you could log in with your master password into LastPass on another computer. Right. And then have all your passwords work on that other computer. But if you're- Well, you have to download the, you have to download it to that computer. LastPass. Right. But if, if all the passwords are stored on my other PC, how does the new computer know? I don't know because I didn't try it. Okay. So you so, don't even know if that works. I don't know if that works. I'm not saying that that works, but I know um, I put it on to, I use Chrome 
and which I love. Um, and it put it on Chrome and I'm able to, and just like, um, let's say you have Firefox or um, I don't know how many people use Chrome out there, but, um, let's say you have Firefox or IE and it says, do you want to save this password if you are, um, signing into a specific site and you say yes, right? you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing it does, it puts it, um, on like does the same exact thing. Okay. Basically, Good. it says, do you want to save this password? And then if you say yes, that's how, and then it continues making a database that way. Okay. So that's what I've been doing and it's been working. So then when you go back, it will just fill it in for you. Um, and this is all free. That's all free. So you can have a zillion passwords out there. Yes. And the only one that you really have to remember. Yes. is your the master. master password. Right. So, um, and don't make that password or something stupid like that. Right. Yes. You have to do it very, very good. Um, I would say at least 11 characters. Okay. Um, and I find a good way to remember something is, um, by using a phrase like, I love you very much. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you would say, the first letter of I love you very much. And so all you have to do is remember the phrase. Okay. Okay. And then that's your password. Well, as long as the phrase isn't a common phrase. Right. Don't use a common phrase. And I would also recommend changing out a number Right. To represent a letter. Right. So in, let's say the, one of the uh, ones was a, um, O. So you make a zero instead of an O. Or a one instead of an I. Right. But you just have to remember that you did that. Right. And then one of the letters, I would say something in the middle, not the first one, um, make cap. Okay. All right. So. Something like that. Think about that. Uh, how so secure think about is my password things that we just told you? Now, the other thing is, um, and what then, was the name of that website uh, that I was, that and I you just told put you your about. password you in there and yeah. it yeah, explains everything to you. Okay. Like, in other words, people could enter things like the word password, like they normally put in. Right. And when they do that, it'll show them that it's uh, one of the 500 most common passwords, which means don't use this. Correct. Um, if they were to take that word password and simply add like two numbers to it, like a 24 is much more helpful. It now takes it from being one of the most 500, you know, most common to it taking 169 days to crack that. Yeah. It's much, much more of a difference. Right. So people can go to howsecureismypassword.net and they can check their passwords at will, and that's probably a great place, uh, you know, to go do that. Uh, it's real convenient, and uh, I had no idea some of the passwords that I was using were, you know, I mean, they were okay, but I certainly would love it when I see this a billion years. They even got, I put in a bunch of extra numbers, and it came up to 36 billion years. That's pretty good. Yeah, so. You um, just have to remember all of that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, again, with LastPass, you're, one last pass with your password into last pass. Yes. Could be something really long and cryptic. Right. You know what I mean? Um, 
but all of your other, you know, all of your other passwords um, will be remembered by LastPass. So you just have to remember the one. Right. So that's cool. So uh, that wraps up that. So all right. enjoy LastPass if you happen to find it. It's a little finicky here and there. Um, every once in a while, I run into little issues. But uh, overall, it should be uh, pretty simple uh, for people to use. I, I was actually showing it to someone today. Yes. And they were like, what would I ever do without you? Thank you very much. Cause you know, she's this particular woman is constantly like logging out of one thing and logging into another. Right. And she, you know, just wanted something that would make, she was like, can I just make my password easier? That's what she says to me. Yeah. And I said to her, I said, no, I said, no. you don't want to make your password easier. Cause she's like, I can't change my password. And you know, I could have said it so that I could let her. Right. But I didn't want to. Yeah. You know, because it compromises everything. So she was very happy with LastPass when I got working for her. Good. Yeah, so that was cool. Great. So what else we got? I think we should talk about food and your food problems. I have food problems. Well, it's not exactly a problem and probably other people have this same thing happen to them. Nobody else. It's just that when Mark sees food displayed on the television whether it is in a commercial or on one of your sitcoms commercials don't get me too much well i bet you they could but, but in the shows yes you know and when you see a show and then you have to go out and get that food sopranos you, was bad you can't stand it oh they just used to sit there and eat and manja 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 Yes. Yeah. And and uh, what was the other show that we were watching? Is, oh, this new show that's on. It's a cop show. What's the name of that cop Blue show? Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. Yeah, good show. And, you know, it's a Sunday night and they all get together. <laughs> every, every show. Every show. They get together and they sit down, their whole family, which, uh, their extended family. But, you know. They, and they eat, which is so nice. But they don't show really the quality of the food that they're eating. Right. So I don't get hungry when I watch that. I do. I do. And, you know, a, you lot don't of, eat. a lot of times you were watching it with, um, <laughs> you know, late at night and they're just sitting there and they're eating their dinner. Yeah. And every single episode they sit around and they eat and eat and eat and it just gets you hungry. Now, you wanted to talk about my yes. egg problem. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes, we did. But I thought we would continue on with this saying about. King of Queens. Well, that's where, where all the eggs came from, wasn't it? We were watching something and the... Uh, yes, but, but let's talk about the King of Queens King first. of Queens, yes. And when they had the contest yep. for the wings. Do you want to tell it or should I tell it? You should tell it. The chicken wing eating it contest. Got me, yeah. Yeah. Well, I happen to really enjoy King of Queens and... And we know it repeats. Yeah, it repeats. But we still like it. Yeah, it's just it's one of those... You know that, and everybody loves Raymond and yes. Seinfeld. It's like one of those classic shows. So on uh, King of Queens, um, on this one episode, there's Doug and there's his uh, friend Deacon, who's a real tall guy. Uh, and Deacon happens to be a black guy, and Doug is a white guy. And all of a sudden, in this one episode, Deacon uh, found a new friend. And the new friend happened to be black, but what was odd was he looked very much like Doug. He right. was, was, he was heavy, heavy and everything else. Yes. So um, Deacon started hanging out with him and all this kind of stuff. So, But later on uh, in the show, all of a sudden, 
he Doug finds out that Deacon and his new friend are going to this bar for this wing eating contest. And Doug eats like crazy. You know, he can eat anything. And so Doug decides I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the wing eating contest too, but he doesn't tell anybody, he just shows up at the bar. Right. So then Deacon's like, Oh, what are you doing here? He says, I'm in here for the wing eating contest. So they start eating all these wings, and I happen to like wings. So they're eating like ten pounds of wings. Yes. I mean, I like wings also, but I didn't have to run out. Yes. So I got very hungry. Yeah. Watching all of that. Yeah. And I was like, that looks really good. Yes. So I went out and I buy wings. Yeah. I even had them tonight. Right. So, yeah, I'm very uh, taken by what they eat on TV. You know, right. there was a show, I forget what it was, but they were having hoagies. Yes. And the next day yeah. I went out and had a help. I got an Italian hoagie. So, which all leads us to the egg problem. How did that egg problem come up? Well, we were watching a another show that we happen to like that's from England. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And the name of it is? As time goes by. As time goes by, and we really like it. So they were eating these lit, little um, egg salad sandwiches on toast. Yeah, but they were made just right. Yes. You know, no crust. Right. They were just cutting little triangles. Yeah. You know, you got to have like maybe about a quarter to a half an inch of egg with mixed with the mayonnaise. I use Miracle Whip. And then the little white skinny bread. Yes. And, you know. I'm Cut up about, onions. With or without the onions. All right. But uh, I was just like, and then I was sitting there watching. I didn't even really give it too much thought because they eat that every once in a while. Yes. But you had I, to start me. I just did because I knew that you liked it. And what did you say? You go, mmm. Mmm, that looks so good <laughs> with that little egg salad sandwich and you're going to just need to buy those eggs. You started describing it and everything else. Yes. Yeah. And so then you had to run out. I ran out. And buy a dozen eggs. Now, so the problem is in making the egg salad, you have to... What do you do? You heat up the eggs and you boil them? Yes, you boil the eggs. And then? And then you cool them down okay. once they're hard boiled. Into cold water. In cold ice water, right? And then what do you do? You put them in the refrigerator. And that's where the smell comes? That's exactly when it comes. Oh my God. I open the refrigerator and it's a horrible, horrible smell. It stinks. If you don't eat eggs. Oh, it just smells disgusting yes and until you make the egg salad itself once you make the egg salad it's the it's smell fine. goes away right the smell goes away so i don't get i don't get how like where does that smell come from because we were discussing if you actually fry eggs right they smell good yeah they smell fine you don't have any of that sulfur odor no it's just when you do the boiling i bet you yes it's something to do with the shell I'm just thinking about it now because okay. when you fry an egg, yeah. you know, you, you crack the shell out. open right. and you put the egg in the pan. Yeah. And, but when you're making hard boiled eggs, right. You're putting the shell, which is around the egg, you know, into the water and this, and it's just like cooking and cooking and it's getting all hot and everything else. Can you uh, make it without the shell? No, no. Cause the egg would just kind of float oh, around. Yeah, it's all liquid. True. 
So I, I, I think it has something to do with the shell. I don't know what it is. If anybody out there does know, because I would love to be able to cook eggs and not have it smell when you stick it in the refrigerator. Yeah. Because I took a bunch of eggs and I just put them in a bowl and put them in the refrigerator. Oh. And you were like, what did you do? At least put it in a plastic bag. Well, I did and now you don't smell it, right? Yeah, no. Now it's okay. Yeah. You wanted me to put it in like two or three plastic bags. Yes, it's just horrible. I mean, it just just, just gets through the everything that's in there. But it's okay now. All right. So I had my egg fill. And your and hoagie. No, no, no. no. I, st- I have a hoagie in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I have wings still in the freezer. Okay. So and I have eggs still. I'm, I'm all set for a few days. All right. Thank goodness. Yes. Thank goodness. I'm not going to starve. Oh, good. All right. So now comes my rant. Okay. My rant for the week. Um, the New York Times... Um, NewYorkTimes.com, which I read faithfully every week, and I absolutely love it, um, has decided, uh, I think it's, I believe it's starting next week. Um, This is March, in case um, you're listening to this at a later time. 2011. Right. Um, So I think it's like the end of March, they're going to start charging $15 a month. Hmm. So that would be $180 a year to read to read this online now if you do get any subscription um in the paper form even just sundays you will be able to read it for free they're not going to put in an edition although if you get it on an ipad there um they have an app for the uh ipad i think i believe they will charge you 20 dollars instead of 15. Mm. so they add another five dollars a month onto it so you know, to me, this is just highway robbery. I mean, it's just such a, a well, really you know, expensive fee. Wh- I understand that they have to pay their journalists and they're going, they the, go to, uh, you know, Libya. They, they're going all over the world with these wars now. And it's very expensive. And well, they the are still is, producing the paper. The thing is, I think that we're just so accustomed. Yeah to finding free stuff on the internet. I know. That when you have to pay for something like this, where you just want to read something, you're like, this isn't right. It's just, it's but it just, is. I know. And I'm just, it, I'm, I'm trying not to read it since they, since they said that I'm trying to stay away from it, even though um, as of this time, it is not until next week. So I haven't been reading it. I didn't read it on Sunday, which Sunday is when the most, articles come out and it's just a really good day but i'm sure they won't have any advertising right no they i'm sure still have the same advertising that they did really plus charging you 15 dollars a month now you can read 20 articles a month which really is like nothing now it's like what if you only read a page out of the three or four pages i guess that's still considered one of the 20 um i guess there's probably like a, do you want to read this article? Right. They show you a little clip, right? They, no. Don't they like show? Oh don't yeah, they give you I a guess little... some of it is is like on their like considered like a front page, right? Right. And it has like maybe three lines. Three lines. That's it. They yeah. don't give you like two or three paragraphs or something. No, 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 no. Really? No, yeah. And then mm. if you once you click on it, that's probably reading the article. I would guess. And also um, this week. You know, um, I follow them on Twitter and also on um, 
you know, if you go through Google mm -hmm. News, they'll like there might be a news article, and then if you click on it to to view it, then that's another article. Mm. So I don't know, but it's just it's just a big shock. It's a big shock, and I'm just trying to find other outlets to read. You know, I mean, you can get the same information. I mean, you can read AP. Um, you can read Washington Post, you can read Huffington Post, um, you know, there's plenty of other things, but I really like the style of writing, um, from the New York times and I feel it's quality writing. Well, I would write to them. Yes. And say, you guys suck. No, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> no, it's say, just, I really like your stuff. I just can't afford to pay it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they had, um, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people write in, you know, to their, their comment and? section. And I wrote one of the things. Just say, I mean, some of them just said, you know, I can understand that, you know, you're doing this and I'll, I'll pay it. I'll be glad to pay it, this and that. But a lot of people said, I can't afford it. You know, it's just a simple type of thing. It's like, you know, I, I'm going to miss you, but I can't afford it. So, I mean, even if I gave up my, my magazines, like Time or whatever, Newsweek, I mean, that's $20 a year versus 180 So that's a little tiny piece of it. Right. So it's like I'd have to give up cable and I don't know what else. It's a lot of money, $15 a month, just to read into a site. I yeah. mean, I understand... Uh, it probably costs a lot more than 15 or $20 a month to get the paper every day delivered to you. Right. I, it is quite expensive. You know, I it's think. probably at least $15 a week. Right. Or close to that. Yeah. So when you think about it, that it's $15 a month. Right. It's like, hey, this is a bargain. Right. Right. Yeah. So stop complaining. Well, I'm complaining because I miss it, you know, but I can't. I can't do it at this point. Not yet. Yeah. And I, I just miss it. And I can't find something else that's right now that's filling that void. Mm. So that's my rant that they have decided to to charge this very expensive rate. And what's going on, by the way, with the ATM stuff? Um, the ATM, uh, like the banks, uh, not all the banks, but a lot of banks have uh, decided to charge five dollars. Five dollars for what fee? Well, if you if you try to get your own money, I mean it's your money that you're trying to get out, but you're trying to get it out not of the bank that you have your checking account. Um, say for example, Bank of America, but you're using Chase Manhattan um, ATM, you would get charged five dollars. But you know, I think if you keep like twenty five hundred dollars in there, right. Maybe they give it but free. How many people do that? I, I mean, I'm it. sure there's rich people that do it and you know have all this money, but to keep it in your checking account is kind of crazy. So um, I don't know, but they are just charging all these fees now. And and so I I remember saying to you once how um, you said, well, they have to maintain all these machines, a machines, sure. but most of the ATMs are not owned by the bank. That's why you're paying the five dollars. No, but they're not even owned by the bank. They don't maintain them. They the don't banks, maintain them. The banks don't own them, the, the machines. I bet you the banks have to pay those companies. Why? Somehow, 
somehow they're tying into the banks. Right. What I'm saying, though, the the casinos own them. They're like if they'll have ATMs at a casino, they'll have ATMs at a mall. There's ATMs a lot of other places, and that those companies put up those ATMs and maintain them, yeah. not the bank. Yep. And so I'm sure they get all kinds of fees too. I'm sure it has to do. I mean, they just need to make some money. You know, the, do you know how much money that these banks made in the last year, this past couple of years that they're supposed to be having problems, and all these people are out of work? I mean, these banks are making millions and they're charging they're, they're charging all these fees i mean that's ridiculous yeah that is too, too much for me so don't use an atm yeah i just get money out when i i mean usually i can go to a food store or something like that and get like a hundred dollars out right or fifty dollars out right hopefully they won't start charging for that too well they haven't they haven't so far. I haven't heard anything about that. No, I haven't heard anything about that either. But, you know, it's like a lot of times <laughs> I'll go through the line and I'll and I'll save like two really, really cheap items that are in my list. And I'll say, I want to buy these separate, you know, and I'll get $50. Right. And then I'll buy the other one. I'll get another $50. That's what I cheat in the system a little bit, I guess. Yeah. But. Uh, it works for you. Yeah. And if it's, if I need more than that. Yeah. I'll run to the bank. Right. Before I pay five dollars. Yeah. I yeah. mean well, of course I could, you have to I pay could, for it in gas. Yeah, I could see there. I could see like a dollar, a dollar and a half. You know right. what I mean? But five dollars, it's like insane. It is insane. Wait I'm, till it's twenty. I mean, unless you're taking out five hundred dollars. Right. You know? But if you wanted to take out fifty bucks, what are you gonna pay ten percent of it? I guess. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Wait till people start getting it. I mean, maybe they're just not understanding it. Did you want to talk at all about what you had seen yesterday and so forth? Well, we'll save that for the next time. Oh. Next time we are going to talk about the horse in our driveway. <laughs> Where right? did that horse come from? Yes. Yeah, so stay tuned for that and okay. look forward to it. And we will get back to you. All right, so that's it for today. That's it. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. And uh, please do me a favor. Uh, visit the website at thisweekwithkate.com and uh, jo drop us a note using the contact form or you can call our uh, our uh, feedback line, which is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It just goes to a voicemail. It's 856-491-4972. And again, that'll just go to a voicemail. You can just leave us a message and we'll be happy to play it in the show and then respond to it. So uh, we will see you next week, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.